0: Just a cheeky little disclaimer, for those of you that are new to the pod, I am a bit swearing McSwerickson, so if you find expletive language offensive, as much as I'd love to say this is the pod for you, I'm not sure we're going to gel, so best probably not to click into the episode, because I do like the odd F-bomb or two. And for those of you that are new please make sure you wear headphones. I don't want your little darlings picking up my trash talk. Um, So uh, this is your warning, peeps. I am a little bit of a sweary. So uh, headphones or click off. And other than that, buckle up and enjoy the episode. Welcome to Tuesday's pod. Everything starts with you with your host, me, Tia. And today I have something incredibly exciting i always say to you that um i will get guests on and it's not for we could have millions of guests on this show like not literally but we could um but it's just about what energy they bring and how the conversations that we have give like a gift to you guys and often a gift to me as well you know i invite people on that have a different skill set to myself. I never want us to sit in an echo chamber and I always want us to be able to grow and learn. So today I get to invite the lovely Nadine Elhaj, a.k.a two for joy. Um, she is a herbalist. She is a tea industry expert. She's a certified holistic health and well-being coach, a Reiki practitioner. She has over a decade of working in and around these areas. So we are blessed, guys. We have got true knowledge sitting in this room with us today. Um, her alternative approach and passion for sharing the alchemy of nature's healing powers guides her clients on their healing journey. And I'm just so privileged that I met Nadine at a retreat, clicked with her instantly. She has the most warmest personality, a gorgeous aura around her. And she just brings out, like literally her her, her Insta, her company, her, her strap line is two for joy, but she literally does bring out the fucking joy in you. So we are, I'm very, blessed to have her as my friend to have her in my close circle and you are equally as lucky to have her here today to share some of her knowledge and by the way we have been trying to get this down for freaking Ages, so this is like pure excitement from the two of us. So if we get a little bit giddy, it is because we've been trying to do this with one another for a while and we finally have it nailed. So with that, I am going to welcome
1: our lovely Nadini. Hello, darling. (laughs) Hello. Oh, I'm blushing. Thank you for that very beautiful intro. Lovely to be in this space, finally, with you. We've been talking about this for a long time. I know, I know. It's been crazy, right? yeah no I'm just yeah really really blessed also for us to be able to do this it's um great so hello whoever's listening and yeah lovely to share this space with you and the ether tier
0: thank you my love thank you so I am going to I think actually just so our community can get an understanding because like my intro yes I've let everyone know what you do and everything else but give us a little bit of like, give us a little bit of you before we dip, right, because you and I so know what we want to talk about, <laughs> but before we dip into that, give us just a little round on you and how you've ended up doing what you're doing and, you know, just give us a little bit of a flavour.
1: Oh, a little bit of a flavour, a, a little bit, bit of an inf- infusion. Get the puns, seeing <laughs> <tea and> puns. <laughs> infuse it Um, well a little bit of a background okay I will do a speed dating style background and I I, I sort of keep it snappy but um, so I guess uh, my background has been very much just as much lived experience as educational training experience I would say Um, being super super honest I struggled with crippling anxiety through my teens and most of my 20s Um, So now in uh, the later decades, nearly 40 this year, um, uh, part of my own healing journey led me down paths to try and uh, cultivate ways of dealing with those things. Um, And a lot of the practices now that I use with clients or in groups or I'm able to just share um, with others are a lot around cultivating a little bit of headspace for yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think that's just it's so important isn't it we we dismiss the firstly the power that we have ourselves to be able to heal ourselves and yeah. secondly I think we dismiss the importance it is and can have to have a guide to help us through those definitely
1: 100% I like I was just saying a couple of days ago um that I feel that everybody should have a mentor and everyone should be a mentor because we should all just support each other and share knowledge and and that way you know you can really uh, heal the times that we're in I believe. We're all walking each other home right? Exactly exactly I love that quote.
0: Yeah we're all walking each other home
1: so you and
0: I have something very specific that we both want to discuss today don't we We and I think in our line of work we both um, facilitate and both live by rituals I you know like me Mm -hmm. with my full moons I come to you for 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 my full moons you with the way that you you know with your tea and your blending and your talk us through all of the things that you do that are (laughs) ritualized oh my god because you are heavily you're heavily involved in other people's rituals but also the rituals that you perform for yourself right
1: yeah, of course I am. I'm, I'm dedicated to it, and that takes me back to that kind of personal and professional practice that um, that I feel we should all have in whatever form that that takes shape um, to really safeguard and and keep our well being um, at a good level. Because if you have a practice, if you have want to label it as, um, it's often going to help keep guide any turbulent times um, and I think it's important especially in this day and age don't even need to say anymore I think everyone out there will (laughs) understand what we mean by that yeah
0: and you've said something so fucking interesting there what you said whatever you want to label it as and I think Mm -hmm. this is the thing so caught up in the language of what a ritual is isn't it you know like some of my girls come to my moon ceremonies and their husbands, they've told me this quite openly, their husbands roll their eyes at them and some of them go, oh, what are you doing going to howl at the moon? Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's so fucking rude. Like, And even yeah. if I call it ceremony, people get really caught up in the language. And there's so mm-hmm. much stuff that we do naturally mm-hmm. that, that could be considered as a ritual. Mm-hmm. Like I take, for instance, like I know that you have a very special way of doing your morning tea. And the, for you, that's a ritual, right?
1: Yeah. Take yeah, us through. Take us through this, Nadine. Okay. Um, well, first and foremost, also being super real, um, I do think that ritual ceremony, whatever, whatever we want to label it as, we don't have to label it because you know we don't have to. But whatever the practices we have for ourselves, um, for me, one ritual I would honestly say is doing the dishes. You know, because it's humbling. Um, it makes you drop into what's in front of you and you can just you know use it as a few moments or minutes rather than thinking oh I've got to do the housework like you know warm warm the water make it soapy clean the dishes it's that's an act that's a, a ritual that's something that we do that actually you could just drop in for five minutes and clear your mind a little bit so in its most humble sense it can be things like that I know that you know um practicing buddhists and and people who have um, faiths such as that certain things to do with chores whether it's sweeping a yard or something that's a ritual for them that's something they take a lot of pride in so that's just a little nugget there that i would sort of share but in terms of my morning ritual i mean it does vary i was writing about this the other day for an article some mornings you know i go all out with the most special tea from Nepalese mountain that I can and I'm lucky to be able to do that and I'll take time and I'll, I'll treat it as a meditation and there's a very specific way that you know I will do it in the morning this is before I turn my phone on this is super early in the morning just before I'm about to journal um, and I'll really give it a lot of respect and the time and that really helps me to feel like I've cultivated a moment of peace at the start of the day on the other end sometimes I just want a really strong (laughs) milky breakfast tea Yorkshire with some honey in it but I still create the same ritual or the same time around that as I would if it was anything else I don't I don't believe there should be a hierarchy with anything like that it's about
0: the intention right it's what I'm hearing back from you like when we're talking about the dishes when we're talking about the yard when we're talking about the tea it's the the kind of the act of what it is actually is less important than the intention and the mindset that we have around the act
1: yeah it's being present and it's being aware and for some people listening that may sound a little bit you know a little bit kind of you know out there a bit woo-woo I don't know it might not but um because sometimes you know that there are quotes and sayings and phrases and sometimes the penny doesn't drop Uh, ever but sometimes it's a delayed thing with people and for me I did have a light bulb moment I remember reading years ago um a quote it said something like all of life is a ceremony and I do remember at the time I was like oh come on you know this is a good sort of like 15 years ago and I, I appreciated what it said but I didn't agree with it but now I do I do understand that and our attentions are being stolen from us these days they're being we're being you know pinged and sort of notified from one area to another and our attention spans are getting shorter and shorter so if you can just drop into one small act a day whatever it is and um really be present and really treat it as a ceremony it can really have an amazing ripple effect I think it is a powerful thing to do
0: I completely I couldn't agree with you more and it's I think For me, the journey has just started, you know, in terms of my spirituality and my looking at how I'm keeping myself well, rather than making other people accountable for my mental health and for me Mm -hmm. topping up my cup. I'm looking at the small things that I can do daily that that help me keep myself topped up. And I think the part of what we're discussing, ritual in everyday life, is a, a complete game changer in terms of how that has supported my central nervous system but also has sure, supported
1: definitely. my mental
0: well-being definitely you know,
1: that's one of the biggest things in in our day and age now that i would say it's an ad, you know i'm an advocate for it because of that because you know our 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 brains are so full of so many things to do whether it's family life work life all the things on the unchecked list all the technology that you know all the apps or the emails which are such a great thing to have if we if we look at where we are at with things but it does mean that we have to be a lot more boundaryed around cultivating just tiny pockets of time if if only that to safeguard our our mental health and well-being and of course then that bleeds into our physical health because they are what well, not separate um So yeah, big, big, big believer in that as well. And, you know, I know I'm very aware that everyone has um, very different um, demands in life. And, you know, quite a few of my clients and close community friends, you know, they're mothers, they're very busy. They still send me messages saying, oh, I'm so happy to be able to sit down with my blends and I'm just grabbing five minutes in peace and quiet. And it's lovely to hear those things because it does make a difference in people's lives.
0: But yeah, it's something so simple. It's something so simple that everyone can do. And it doesn't have to be like you and I are talking about something very specific here as in we're talking about for Mm. this this moment, we're talking about somebody texting you to say that they're actually taking five with their blend. But as you Mm. said earlier on, it could be washing the dishes as long as you are making yourself present in that moment. Absolutely. I'm in the car an awful lot. So I do a lot of like um, affirmation in the car. Mm -hmm. I don't listen to the radio a lot in the car. I may listen to some self, you know, like self-development podcasts and stuff in the car. But normally it's it's a place where other than concentrating on my driving, I'll try and observe how how at least five different things that I can see on that route to make me present whilst I'm in that space. For me, that's a ritual. Of
1: course it is. Yeah, because it's something you do regularly. It's something that you eat. And in the light that we're, we're speaking about now, it's something that's positive for your well-being. Um, obviously, we know there's some people, if you Google the word, word ritual, it's not always what we're talking about. So therefore, the word has got this kind of two-pronged meaning to it. But we're talking about it in a positive sense and to do with well-being and mindset. Um, and it's it's also so closely linked to things like gratitude. You know, if you do something however small or however big it is consistently that's supportive of of your well-being or your family's well-being or your community's well-being then that also then brings the feeling of gratitude that also releases happy hormones in your body like oxytocin and serotonin and all the things that make us feel good so it's got a ripple effect um and you know you can then start to build in things that you could call a ritual or daily habits that Are going to over time really help you whether it's um you know making more effort to prepare more healthy meals for yourself that then becomes a ritual because you can be more mindful when you're doing it and you can try and tune into right how am I feeling um how do I want to address how I'm feeling right now um support you know xyz and before you know it you're You're able to know yourself a lot more by just doing these things regularly.
0: And then, I suppose, when we're talking about building the daily habits you know, the rituals that support us daily, there are times where, and you and I have discussed this before, where we hit crisis point. Yes. And the significance and the importance of those rituals become far greater really don't they in terms mm-hmm. of keeping us on track and I think like I've spoken to you a couple of times this week where I've said to you, you know I've been a bit off center and yeah. um I've had a lot going on and I know that that, that kind of you've reflected that back as well actually because you've had an awful lot going on as well mm-hmm. um and then we've got a lot going on in the cosmos and you know <laughs> that the way that the external energies are are affecting us as human beings um how how do we develop? How do we how do I want to say this? How do we keep up with rituals when we are in that frame of mind? Because I think that's when rituals become their most valuable.
1: Yeah, and also, uh, I would massively generalize right here, but also it may also be at the time where they become massively abandoned because it depending on what's what you're going through and how tough it is you know doing something for yourself or doing something that's you know takes intention and effort might be the opposite of what you feel like doing does so that make sense
0: yeah that's so mate as soon as you said that <laughs> it's the first thing that becomes abandoned yeah. i know that when i go through difficult times the first thing things that tend to go to one side for me are my practices other than meditation and gratitude but there will be so many other practices that i will do on the regular when i'm feeling great that I don't call upon yeah. when I'm
1: feeling, yeah and I think that that in the the most part is is something to do with the way we're, that we a lot of us are wired as, as as humans I don't know I won't go into it all because I can't really think of the, the exact words today but you know it's like when sometimes people say oh, I really don't feel like going to the gym but then that's probably most what they need and then when they go they feel loads better that's you know could be someone's ritual exactly self-care and all the rest of it but um yeah I think when when you're facing large challenges um in life having something that's a go-to as a small practice a self-care practice a ritual it's really going to help support you through that stormy time because it's like it's something that can then anchor you in a little bit and um by continuing to do that for yourself then you're not pushing you're being compassionate but you're just walking yourself through what's going on with with something that's going to support you a little bit
0: and I think exactly what you said there not pushing has to really be key doesn't it so I suppose when we're looking at our rituals that are supporting us daily but that we need that support us through the difficult times Mm -hmm. is when we become quite intuitively led isn't it Mm. you know in terms of like you said about the gym like I can't be asked to go to the gym today but actually if that's the one act that you could manage to do Mm -hmm. you would you would feel much better the other side of
1: it Mm -hmm. yeah definitely and you know other other ways it might take form are you know, running yourself a bath, putting some magnesium salts in there, really sort of giving yourself that time in, um, in that modality of self-care. Going for a walk and taking your shoes and getting feet on the ground and you know, feeling yourself earth into the ground, but just doing it repeatedly and, and frequently so that whilst you're going through any transition or tough time, it's, it's something that's appearing on the regular so then it's it's helping to you know keep keep positive um pattern throughout something that's challenging
0: and i suppose then if we're saying you know we're we're likely to abandon because that's just how we're wired yeah. we are feeling like so we're 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 Apathetic. We've got no energy. We're lethargic. We don't want to. We don't want to connect and join in. Mm How? How do we prioritize? Like for me, I kind of would almost cling to one. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Rather than going, I've got twenty different freaking things that I do when I feel amazing. Mm -hmm. It's it's about picking. I don't know if I'm right, so I'm just like, just like discuss this with you, so we can just try and help. for me I'd kind of cling to one do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. where I think right that's the one where I feel most it's always been meditation for me I'd always go back to my meditation because I suppose that's where I have my most aha moments where I can connect with self most and Mm -hmm. and for me that is the that is my go-to ritual of choice especially when I'm going through difficult Mm -hmm. times would, would do you operate that way like how do you n- navigate that when you're feeling crappy and and you don't want to engage in practices
1: um I'd say these days it's like a little bit of a toolbox I'll I'll sort of pick and choose a few different ones like putting the one at a time maybe depending on the situation um I definitely would not underestimate the the importance and the power of self-compassion because again it goes back to that not pushing thing rather than the shoulds and the woulds so depending on what's going on in my life and how I'm feeling I I suffer with a couple of chronic conditions which you know it's always um a journey that's in flux for me has been for a long time so let's pick one of them for example I suffer from chronic migraines and have done for about five years now and a lot of the modalities that I use with other people for healing I also use on myself that's what I've had to do and sometimes um depending on how acute the um onset is um sometimes most of them get abandoned but what I'm finding especially in the last year or so is that there's a couple like two that I know if I just keep doing them it it shortens the time frame that I'm suffering from perhaps like what was five days to now 24 hours it was a couple of weeks ago so for me that says and that's proof for me that those little rituals those self-care self-healing modalities they are working doesn't work literally you know sometimes as it instantly as if someone was taking a painkiller for something it's a different type of healing but by embedding those rituals and those regular practices when i am going through a difficult time i have seen a huge shift massive shift so for me it would be self reiki um, i always try and do that around my head area um, and rest and um, n- nutrition nourishing myself because there's very few things i can eat when i feel very unwell And Mm -hmm. just knowing that the one or two very comforting things, that that is basically a ritual. It's a ritual in getting yourself back to where you were before you got knocked off course.
0: I love that. And I love how you said about compassion. And I think so many of us, and I'm really guilty of it myself, like so many of us overlook and underestimate how, Powerful, the act of being compassionate to ourselves can yeah. be. Yeah. Um, you know, people mistake it for us being lazy or for us being selfish or for us prioritizing ourselves. But actually, there are times where we just need to be beings, like we. The, the yeah, we're not human beings.
1: doings. We're human no. beings. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, you know, and and I say that just as much as I know that I still have a lot of work in this lifetime to do, like to really fully give give as much compassion for myself as i should do it's a working it's like a muscle you got to work at it sometimes um but i think that speaking to a few different people recently what's come up and it's really interesting for me is that you know us then maybe looking slightly more at the kind of astrological esoteric side of, of what we're going through in the cosmos and the world right now energetically um you know, we've been through a crazy few years, we all know that, but um, energetically we're moving out of this very, very strong yang, like masculine um, way that the world has worked. And there's still total chaos out there, don't get me wrong, but there are more things coming up. We're in the age of Aquarius. It's more going into that, honouring the yin, honouring the feminine side. Um, and what's interesting is that you know as that shift starts to take place then it does affect us so I think the one of the greatest things that we can do is show ourselves more compassion is not push so much not be so in our masculine in our yang and also then eventually let's hope you know that does ripple out and you know we can provide more compassion to others because we're able to hold that for ourselves more um You know, it's something that will take that takes working at. It's not just there or it's not really.
0: Well, it's reprogramming, isn't it? It's 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 allowing ourselves to fall out of the the system that we have become born into and then have, you know, been guided through and schooled through and everything else Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. we always have to kind of be doing and pushing to reach um any type of success, like being and looking after ourselves and, and nurturing ourselves, or even just taking our time when it's coming to business or whatever else, you know, but just that, that sense of being is mm. kind of um,
1: frowned upon in a way, I think. Oh my God, a hundred percent. And I know you and I have had, I've uh, had these sort of in-depth conversations before, but what just came up for me then, like flashed through my mind was, um, you know, I think you and I, before we met, we both worked in very different um, backgrounds than we do now. Um, and we both, well, we didn't know each other, but we, we had quite parallel experiences in terms of burnout and, and yeah. corporate life and push, push, pushing. And the one thing that I am actually grateful for, for the, the sort of 2020 re shift in life, also called lockdown, is that in the space of 48 hours, like everything, well, for me, everything completely stopped completely, which was a bit of a shock to the system. But when I look back now retrospectively three years later to the way that I approached my working life and then, you know, some of life before 2020, I, it's, I actually can't comprehend how much I pushed myself and how much stress I, I coped with. And no wonder people have mental health problems. People have nervous breakdowns. People have health issues because you know, you can only push yourself so far before you reach complete burnout mm. and it's not healthy and it's not safe to push ourselves that much
0: you know how much how I feel
1: yeah about yeah
0: this whole topic so, I couldn't I couldn't yeah. have I I don't think I could have said that as any differently or any mm. better mm. than what you yeah. just have I just but, uh,
1: I, yeah I think the reason why actually I meant to, I meant to say the reason why that just flashed into my mind is that I remember I used to do at one point like 60, 70 hour weeks um, between two different jobs, both in the tea industry and events management. And um, that's when some, some of my big health issues started to surface again. And, I remember just pushing and pushing and pushing. And I remember thinking, no, I can't take a day off at work because they, there's no one else to do what I do there. And so if I'm not there, it will completely stop. And I wouldn't allow myself sometimes to actually take time off until I was forced to by getting a severe migraine and I was then in bed for five days. And right like now I look back and so that's a huge learning because... Now, I support a lot of people with adrenal fatigue, adrenal burnout, post viral fatigue, all these other things. And I have a lot of compassion for what they're going through because I've lived that as well. Mm. And it's still, there's still resonances of that there now where I'll have a really busy week and I'll be buzzing around. And, but then something will literally just like shift in my mind and I'll remind myself, like, no, rest is totally fine. And I know I've got a million and one things to do there will always be a million one things to do but I really need to go and lie down for half an hour which week I had to do that I had a really important deadline and I just thought oh no no I really I need to really need to chill for just a short while so it's being able to sort of again have those self-care practices have those habits have those rituals that that you know even if it's just stopping yourself just before something tips and then having some rest that's really productive that's really healing it's necessary
0: and it so is because had you not have done that we both know that the flip side of that may have been four or five days out with a bloody migraine because you pushed and pushed and not been compassionate enough to yourself and what your body needs at that time so then you would have missed every deadline
1: Mm. And, and I think sometimes we just need reassurance as well so even you know yourself and myself with practitioners and I know a lot of other practitioners and people who work in the the you know like the healing arts and it's not that we're lucky so we have these resources we know we know what we should do it doesn't mean I always do it but a friend or you know a close community member might say to me like right xyz and they're just reinforcing something that you you do know but to just have related to you sometimes just soothes your system and go you go you reframe it and you go right yeah
0: and it's also part of our humanness right like I had something on Friday I've had a migraine as you know for the last couple of days and thank you for your tips before I came online because I oh that's
1: okay (laughs) thank you my love um
0: and on Friday I am part of a network coaching group it's it's a capital investment but not only is it a capital investment because I'm a new business owner I get mm-hmm. an awful lot of coaching and support from it and mm-hmm. I really look forward to going we do it once a month I have access to them all month round but we do it face to face collectively with about 20 of us once a month and wow. all these guys, yeah and it's brilliant and they all have like they all have years on me right so I'm I'm taking away so much valuable information whilst i'm in the beginning stages of process and what Mm -hmm. type of people i want to work with and you know all of this kind of stuff i'm learning from their their wins but i'm also learning from their their do nots you know and i love 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 being part of this group friday i was so unwell and i dropped out of school and i was like I have to go. I have to go to this meeting. And by the time I got home, I was completely disabled, like through just the drive back had completely wiped me. Migraine is just in full force. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I actually can't get there because if I go there, I don't Mm -hmm. know if I'm going to be able to drive home. I'm I'm that unwell. I don't know if I'll even get there. But if I do, I don't know if I'll be able to drive home. And I know this about being compassionate to myself and how self-care is only going to benefit me in the long run, do you know it took me nearly 45 minutes to send that that text message to say that I wasn't going to go? And then I sat in bed for another hour punishing myself for the fact that my body didn't feel well enough and couldn't couldn't manage that Mm -hmm. meeting that day. And I made myself feel fucking awful for it because there is still that humanness around us, isn't there? Of
1: course there is. Of course there is. And... I think you know. Sometimes making that decision, it's we have a lot of things that crop up, and we have a lot of parts that are triggered in a situation such as that, and um, and and not being able to make a decision on something sometimes can kind of keep us in that limbo point. So then that exacerbates the the the, the issue or whatever it is cropping up, and just not <clears throat> excuse me, just not being so hard on ourselves easier said than done um <laughs> is yeah it really it is of course it is I'm definitely pot kettle black in some ways saying that um but it's definitely a practice that I'm I'm been really trying to cultivate more for myself and also reassure anyone that I work with or know that you know that's a healthy a healthy approach to have um and I guess it's almost like again it's almost against the grain isn't it Although okay, there's a lot of people that talk about it now online and that's great it's it's against the grain to rest when you've got a deadline or or to you know to stop when you really think you need to go um but it is about just giving yourself some space giving yourself some time um there was a, an ancient Chinese philosopher who used to um Um, also be largely into meditation and um there's a really beautiful quote that's quite poetic really and he says it's called Lao Tzu and uh said that nature does not hurry and yet everything is accomplished and it's so fucking true yeah and that was like that was that was three mm, that was a thousand years ago maybe before before motorways before mobile phones before so their life was pretty slow comparatively. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And yet, yeah. to have that wisdom, it's not it's not fairy tale. Like when you really ponder on those words, I, I try and use that to anchor me in if I ever feel myself getting carried away now in that you know flurry of, of all the the kind of demands of life, in that it's true. you know, just when you feel like you need to go faster, often you need to actually go slower. Take some really slow, deep breaths and just recenter your nervous system and then move again.
0: I 100%. And I think and if that's very, your like,
1: only ritual, then it, that is oh, an amazing ritual to have. That's all yes, I'm saying. That's the is. only thing you can do because it, you know, to have that, to, everyone's got their breath available, available to them, I'm pretty certain, and how grateful for, we are for that. If that's all you do, then you are doing enough.
0: Right, right. Tell us some of your basic rituals that, that 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 support you. You know, like you know, we're talking about this now about our central nervous system. We're talking about yes. the breath and everything else. What What are your go to things when you're when you're in times of stress? What are your go to rituals mm. that support you?
1: Okay, so if we if we narrow it down because I could talk about this all day. In times of... <laughs> I could. In times Sorry. Of, no, you were right. In times of stress, I would say that um, my top number one ritual or practice is being in nature. Whether, whether that's being able to get outside or whether it's just watering the houseplants, that for me is really important because... you have your hands in the soil if you're if you're in touch with something else that is from the the natural growing world you're you're just shifting out of one state and into another but you're also caring for something you know it's like it's not the same But you know people have pets and things like that you know you're caring for something um Mm -hmm. So that's that's definitely a ritual of mine. Um I am definitely guilty pleasure is getting all the plants in the bath, although I have to do two rounds now because I have a lot of house plants. And um I put them in the bath, I put the shower on them all, and um if I've got time, I play them Diana Ross. Oh my god, um, I love you. So that Remind. is a ritual. That is a ritual. And in lockdown, that was a ritual. I love it because I think I think they can hear it. They love it. They're really happy plants
0: what Diana Ross number do you play them
1: oh my god my house is one of my favorites um or I mean all of them I'll just put the Spotify playlist on as like <laughs> Diana Diana radio maybe a bit of um Gwen McRae as well uh, Aretha, Aretha Franklin if I've got time you. yeah it's, do it. It's so fun because it also means it saves you time, you know. Rather than taking a watering can around, you know, all 50 of them, it would put them all in the bath, they can have a party. And for me, if I'm going through a stressful time, that I often tend to the plants. Um, and it's also very good for your mental health. If anyone's got gardens um, or uh, an allotment, you know, it's been proven to. Um, support depression PTSD anxiety you're, you're more in touch with the land like to see things growing and even if you're going to the park like I was out there foraging some wild garlic to make a pesto this morning and like it's so amazing because it's it's being in touch with nature that that is just so different from technology and from the kind of things that can stress us out so that's it's an important off, right yeah
0: switch off isn't it it's a switch off
1: definitely um, what's your- What's your number one
0: self care ritual?
1: Self care ritual. I mean, it's got to be having a bath.
0: Oh, it my spiritual be. shower. I, yeah. Once a week, I get in the shower and I—you're gonna, you're not gonna think I'm nuts. Other people might think I'm nuts. You're so gonna get this. I call in my guides. I yes. get out the body scrub. I've got uh, palisanto going. You know, yeah. like I sage the bathroom before I get in there Mm -hmm. I've got a couple of really nice candles and I literally call in my guides and I'm like just cleanse me just scrub me and cleanse me and I will have on my Spotify playlist and I do that like Mm -hmm. I love a spiritual bath and I often do that around the moon you know the moons I think because of having children in the house and husband in the house and the dog and there's like so many different things going on and my my work is split very much like yours you know I could be working evenings sometimes working days others so the one thing that Mm -hmm. is in terms of my 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 hygiene is I is always a shower Mm -hmm. um so I'm like right how can I turn one of these showers during the week into something that's supporting me spiritually but also supporting my mental health and it's like just the act of like lighting the candles and saging the bathroom, and I, mm-hmm. I love
1: it. Definitely, I I love the way you described that as well, like spiritual shower. Um, because we are talking about something that's self care. We are talking about something that takes time to do. So obviously, it might not be, um, you know, when you're short on time. But doing something like that, something like that, is so important. And yeah, if I have a bath, I'll I'll use magnesium salts because magnesium supports our nervous systems, which we all need support with these days. Um, I'll often put aromatherapy oils in, nothing chemical-based because that doesn't really help you in the long run. So um, if you're feeling stressed or going through a hard time, something like geranium essential oil or lavender essential oil can really soothe and and, and calm your, your emotions and your mind um and sometimes yeah put the plants in in the the bathroom so they get a nice steaming and put some candles on and it's just carving that time out it's like you said creating a ritual and um visualizing you know how how you would like perhaps your next day to go or your next week to go and the more you do things like this as a practice whatever the more you will start to see a slight change but quite a profound change in yourself I feel
0: I just and and from doing it from doing this over the last year of just those micro habits the difference and this is going to sound so cliched but a difference a year has made Mm -hmm. to how I support myself and how my how I can regulate myself is massive and all of that has come through tiny incremental shifts that in the long run have had a profound change
1: definitely and it's it's normally like we were saying through the hard times that these things might go out the window they might not we might seek comfort which is often the other way that things go um but over over time you will definitely see how it supports your your health and well-being and and how you're able to hold space for yourself and you know that old you know, age old you know saying of like um you know you've got to fill your cup before you can fill anyone else's um but it is so true it isn't just cliche it's so true because you can't pour from an empty cup you literally you literally can't you literally can't as well as the woo-woo way of taking that on board but also I guess you know things like well you were saying about spiritual shower like when I have a hot shower in the morning I'll then blast myself with a Wim Hof cold shower for 20 seconds which is always painful but I always do it um but you know every single morning I get in the shower and hopefully if I've got hot water which I normally do I'm grateful for that because some people don't and so to even just be grateful for the simple things as a practice it's it's having an impact in your day like you're because you're you know you're you're reminding yourself of the things that are actually important, having healthy food and nutritious food to feed yourself and nourish yourself, having a hot shower, you know, being able to speak to a friend being able to, you know, hug your kids or something like, or spend time with your family. Like I'm, I'm always so grateful for all of those things. And that really does pull me through very, has pulled me through very hard times that when I was going through some intense grief and lost a very, very dear family member, and, um, you know, that was one of the things I really tried every every morning to just sort of have those those few moments in the shower of, you know, thinking what I was grateful for.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny because when you say I do, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I think we're quite similar here. I do a lot in the shower So <laughs> shower, on the screen in the morning, you know, when you've got all the steam on the screen, I like, thank like, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like a million times over on my shower screen, just so I'm putting myself in that in that vibration of, like, mm-hmm. I am grateful as soon as I get out of bed, which this is the most amazing morning ritual that takes literally two seconds. As soon as I put my feet down on the ground, the first thing I say is thank you. I'm breathing. I'm, I've, I've woken up. A million people died last night. Yeah. You know, a million families are grieving. So the fact that I get to wake up and take a breath, I'm damn right I'm grateful for yeah. it every day. And then my family have woken up as well. I'm truly grateful because I'm, I'm winning. Everyone's safe. Definitely. Um, so there are so many small things that we can insert in our time that I think when people hear ritual, they hear time mm-hmm. rather than not realising that there's so many simple things that we can put into our, insert into our life that support us, that are ritualised um, and that we can make them special through the intention that, that we convey through them that don't actually have to take a lot of time.
1: No, they don't. And I think, yeah, it may be- Time should be replaced with the word intention when it comes to people thinking about a ritual because it doesn't have to be a three-hour cacao ceremony. Although that would be great. That's um, or if, <laughs> you know, or, or like we were saying about labels before. I, I personally just myself don't like labelling. So when I when I do one of those sorts of things, I will call it a cacao circle because it's a, a circle of people gathering. Um, but it doesn't have to be something that's you know two three hours or if it's a sound bath I mean how amazing but they're they're the treats aren't they they're the special ones whereas yesterday my morning ritual was getting the biggest mug I could find in the cupboard Um, uh, never mind the herbal blends I wasn't tuning into that part of me yesterday I just needed the biggest mug I had with a nice uh, English breakfast tea with some oat milk and some honey and I just sat there until I felt like it had kicked in and I enjoyed it in you know drinking it in the morning before I started quite a busy day um that was my ritual yesterday morning do you know what I mean it doesn't always have to be meditation if anyone's listening out there and we haven't hammered that home just yet
0: yes I I just want to echo that alongside you saying that I think people get so caught up in it having to be as you said, meditation or journaling or and and I'm not saying that there isn't a place for all those oh well,
1: things. we're yeah, we're all up for that, aren't we? but yeah. I feel like there is I feel like there is so much out there at the moment, which is amazing to have such variety. There is so much out there, and there's so many people doing what they're doing, and you know so many voices talking about what they're doing. and but also at the same time, I think anyone who maybe you know is is newer, newer to it or, does things in a different way, I think sometimes they they get a bit overwhelmed by the amount of things within the well-being and the healing um let's say sector are out there. And there shouldn't really be any sort of um hierarchy about what it is. It's if if, if you do something and you cultivate something for yourself and it works for you and it's it's healthy, you know, if it's not a ritual that's detriment to your well-being, because we know there are those, um, then then that is enough and that is great. And, you know, there's no, it has to be all love and light and I'm dressed head to toe in white for it to be a ritual. <laughs> and, but, you know, I, I'm going to be real about it because as much as, as much as I will do that whilst waving some sage around, um, I also am really, really strong on the fact that whoever's out there, whoever's listening, whoever's, you know, creating these these practices for themselves, there is there is no, like, right or wrong. It's it's cultivating something that works for you. Mm, and yeah. a, sim, a simple, always complicated, and just sticking to it, one foot in front of the other, day in, day out, or week in, week out, and then you will look back one day and think, wow, that's really helped me through some stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I, and you're right. the, the, The plethora of information that there is out there and the public speaking now about you know, self-development, spirituality, mental health. It's overwhelming, all, it's
1: overwhelming. It is,
0: and if you are somebody that's new to this, it is just another form of pressure, like so much so that it could fucking put you off even making anything mm. a ritual or or a routine experience or a practice for yourself. As you said, you know, you and I, we've both said we don't want labels around it. It's about something that you're doing daily. That supports your your mental well-being you call it what you want but i think as you said there's so much information out there it becomes another form of pressure
1: okay so um, i mean i was just i was just thinking of a completely random example also that's separate yeah. but um my grandfather was 99 and a half when he left our earthly plane and um he had he had uh rituals daily habits things you know that. One of them was gardening, like most of his life, but the other one, until the last time I saw him, really was doing the crossword. Fair enough, he was retired, so he had enough time. I think when he was working, you know, he would maybe do it at the weekends or whatever. But he would diligently do a crossword and, you know, keep his concentration with that and do it every every time that I saw him. For him, I'm pretty sure that was a little ritual.
0: I, and my father-in-law does exactly the same and he he does it he does, he doesn't realize it's a ritual he he does it he says i'm doing it to keep the grey matter ticking but that's
1: his, exactly. his brain exactly yeah exactly
0: No, and i won't tell him that it's a ritual because he might stop doing it because i'm sure he thinks i'm completely batshit crazy so i won't tell him
1: <laughs> i know we well, yeah, don't 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 let him know that he what he's doing <laughs> right. just let him carry on with it <laughs>
0: Right. It's, before, um, yeah. before we go, because I've, I've it's Sunday night and I've taken an hour of your time. And
1: actually, oh my gosh, no, it's been lovely to hang out in the ether. It's just a same we weren't in four D together. I know that would have been amazing.
0: Well, actually, I don't think that we would have got anything coherent because you and I would just sit there laughing at one another and then jumping around like <laughs> two nutters because that's what we do. Yeah. Um, so actually, maybe this way's better because at least then we've got something down to today. Um, but um, before you go, mm-hmm. I want to know: Is there anything that you've got coming up in terms of like work? Anything new oh, that you're working well, on that you want to share
1: with us? My goodness me, Um there is a lot going on right now. <laughs> I'm having to be very strict with my daily practices in order to keep me sane at the minute <laughs> through, through, through all of this. But no, it's all it's all exciting and it's amazing, and I'm, I'm very grateful for you know lots expect everything to be um going at the same time but it's spring and that's the energy of spring isn't it yeah. um so anything to look out for so um i'm currently having my website redesign which is amazing so that will be up sometime soon um and within that it's going to be a whole sort of community base with um, some previous podcasts and publications i've written for as well as information about um my one-on-one mentoring and group group mentoring and any events that uh, i'm hosting workshops um things like that as well as recipes and you know some nice things so that's coming up um and that's also cool. people... oh um so it's uh www2 co without the m on the end co um and so you can find me there and say hey <laughs> Um, and I'm developing something that's launching in the autumn in October. So can't talk about that just yet, but that's super exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, writing a couple of articles for some, um, well magazines, which have been asked to do um bringing the business to the next level so i'm I'm just revisiting some of the herbal and cacao blends that i do so there's going to be a 2.0 with those coming soon which is mm. super exciting
0: that is exciting yeah
1: really really exciting um i've just opened um the healing hub which is my healing space so in person i can offer energy healing treatments now and that's been going really well been um giving reiki and a little bit of sound immersion and herbalism for people and then just just summer really there, there's a couple of summer festivals uh, well-being music festivals which I might be doing tea ceremonies and cacao uh, circles at and doing some well-being talks oh, so amazing. there's lots yeah there's lots of abundance at the moment which I'm super grateful for I am also paddling away like a duck underwater um trying to sort of make sure that um keep the energy up with all of these things um but again trying to also not push too much she says
0: yeah she says she says and then Mm -hmm. where can we find you where can where where can my guys find you if they want to keep up with what's going on in your life? Like, yeah, where?
1: please Instagram. drop in and say hi. By the way, because I, I run my page very much like a community, whether it's on Facebook, which I've just started using again with the business, um, or Instagram, which is my go-to kind of hangout and social land. Um, and that's
0: so all, you all, can all
1: my... joy, isn't it? It is, yeah. So it's all words, no num like no numbers, um, so it's two for joy t-w-o-f-o-r-j-o-y underscore life um and that's on instagram and then i'm also on facebook uh that my business page is up there um yeah drop drop message if there's anything you ever have any questions about just drop a message and say hey uh, share a meme. Me and Tia love memes, don't we? Me? Um, and yeah, there's lots of well-being tips and practices and all sorts of things that I share there, just for the the community, really. And um, when I do release uh, different blends, then I also sort of put that out there uh, online.
0: Thank you, my darling. And then, lastly, before you go, before before we go, actually, there's two things. Yes. So there's one question that I want to ask you if there was one law in the world that everyone had to abide by that you could choose what would that law be
1: one wow just one just one. One, one law that yes. everyone had to abide by
0: yeah
1: oh well i'm i'm just gonna say it because it's literally the one that was like at in my mind as soon as you said that be kind
0: I love you. <laughs> like come on
1: like be kind do you know what yeah. I mean yeah. really if you really think about that I don't mean it all like really think about those words because I think sometimes and there's no judgment this is probably for another podcast but I don't I think sometimes people have got so much to deal with these days and they're so desensitized from you know things they've had to go through or deal with or whatever it is I think it sometimes it does get forgotten yeah um oh. I,
0: it, it would be it would be up there for me would be either be kind or gratitude one or the other and i think yeah. it's the ripple effect of both isn't it it's oh, just i was that l- literally
1: effect. gonna say that ripple effect yeah yeah
0: the ripple yeah. effect and yeah. then before you go we always do a card pull on here
1: Ooh, so
0: we use rebecca campbell and we use the Seed oracle okay okay we're both gonna just,
1: take a deep breath
0: and I just shuffle until something finds out uh, falls out. And normally it's quite remarkable. It normally is like something to do with what we've bloody discussed on the show, like usually. So oh, let's see what happens today. Yeah. Today is, oh, surrender to the sweetness, Venus energy, pleasure, oh joy, make love to life.
1: Oh my god you're actually kidding me. <laughs> no, Are you kidding? No, and I'm and actually going to take Go on. That is insane as well because obviously it links into exactly what we've been talking about. But <laughs> this this week at the start of this week for anyone who's into the astrology, um we Venus went was in uh, the moon. Venus went into the sign of Cancer. Cancer. So, <laughs> <laughs> and that was that's all about honouring the feminine and, and the yin, which is the opposite to yang. So it's the rest, the feminine, the um the sort of nurturing side. And the tarot card that I pulled at the middle of the week when this was happening was the Empress.
0: Oh, I love that. Freaking so, love that I keep getting her quite a lot recently.
1: Yeah, love it. Oh, I love that. So you have to send me a picture of that
0: one. I'm going to put the picture up on Insta and I'm going to tag you in it, but I'm also going to read you what Rebecca... So when I look at this, I love describing what this looks like. We've got a woman that's standing on um, a lily pad and there is a beautiful water in front of her. The sky is really like magically like oh it looks a bit dusky with like light and dark blues in there and then there's two beautiful mountain sides like sitting that that like they are they're covered in beautiful flower colors we've got we've got the lotus Ooh. in the water it's just like it's it looks like I literally want to climb into that water and oh, sail away to the mountain me. in the front of it it's beautiful I love, um,
1: yeah I love that tarot deck also interesting that it's got the lotus because you know the lotus comes from the mud the lotus comes from the the deep dark murky mud yeah. and it says it there's you know that's a true analogy in life in that things aren't always sweet things are tough but it's how you navigate yourself and others through that that you can then you know reap the rewards and come back to a feeling of well-being and joy
0: You can reach something quite beautiful through it all, can't you? As much as it's dark, the other side. And I know this, that that fucking people hate it when you say this, but through the darkness, when you get to the other side, there is a shitload of light. You've just got to keep going through it.
1: And it's really, you and I can both relate from a compassionate point of view. Like when you're in the thick of it, it's really hard to see that and you don't feel that that may be the case. Um, But believe us, it is. It is the case, and it's. It goes right back to these daily habits, these little tiny things that you can do every day for yourself. That's what keeps you going through it, so that you can then be at a perspective and advantage point to look back and think, "Wow, there were some beautiful little lotuses I grew from that mud, <laughs> from that shit."
0: <laughs> I love you. I love you. Should I read you? I love you. Cam- I love you. Should I read you what Rebecca Campbell says? about this card this this is confirms exactly what you just said i love it when this when this is reflected back to us so this is essential highly feminine card it calls to surrender to the sweetness of life to let the ever abundant feminine take over to taste the fruits you've been working so hard to grow to let your senses take over and really drink in your life with wonder to get intoxicated on the simple bounty that this planet has to offer and which you have within you when your well is full. Oh my God, shut up, see how much this is being reflected back for us. The ancient Babylonians connected the feminine goddess Ishtar to the planet Venus, and in Roman mythology, Venus was the goddess of love and beauty. In our night sky, aside from the moon, Venus shines the brightest time is our most precious resource and it's the greatest healer. If you've been all work and no play, then it's a sign <laughs> to, it's a sign to take some time out. This is for you Missy to reconnect with your lover. Play with your children and give yourself the luxury of time without an agenda many of us are so busy building our lives that we forget to enjoy them we forget why we decided to build them in the first place disconnect disconnection from the sweetness causes more pain than we realize so many of us walk into soulless build buildings five days a week in the name of survival we strive to build a life of our dreams but drive ourselves to exhaustion. Fuck off. This card right. is wooing us back to the pleasures of being human, to f- to focusing on what really matters and enjoying your incredible life. How mad is that? I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, it's mad, but it's not. We know that. But, yeah, <laughs> that just sums up exactly the essence of what we're talking about, really. And... Um, yeah, mad. Also, with the Venus going into cancer this week and also Venus is um, the planet that the plant, the, the herb is associated with. It helps our, our nervous system. It helps us through hard times. And it's a, a plant I work very closely with. So it's all linking in, isn't it? There you go.
0: <laughs> so I am going to let you go because I think that's a very poignant place for us to pause and and yeah. say say goodbye um thank you so much for your time on a sunday night oh, um me. Oh, i've really enjoyed it i've really 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 enjoyed it and yeah, I as like always. So. My
1: daughter, i love you love you too and yeah thanks for um thanks for the time also and look forward to catching up again at some point oh.
0: All right, my love. Right, don't you go anywhere now because then I can edit. I'll edit from there. Oh, my God, that was amazing. Yay! Each week, I will discuss with you what has gone on in my week before, either on my spirituality journey or my self-discovery journey or just in the ups and downs of everyday life. I believe by sharing my experiences and just connecting with one person, it leaves us feeling less isolated, less lonely, and able to navigate the journey that we're on, our life experiences, right? And by doing that together, it means that we can grow, we can learn, and we can learn to love ourselves, most importantly. FYI, I am not a trained coach. I am not a medical professional in any way shape or form so if anything that i discuss ever triggers you sets off a red flag make sure that you get the help that you deserve and that you need by either a trained therapist or seek help from a medical professional other than that i hope that we get to catch up on a weekly basis and that my shared experiences make you feel less isolated and part of a community